Hey everyone, husband here. And I'm wife. If you've been listening to us, then you know we're all about reading the Bible and reacting to it on our first read-through. Cuss words, crying, laughing, and more. We're passionate about creating a podcast that takes the sanctity out of the sacred text and simply stating it as we see it. But we can't do it without your help. We're asking for your support to help us keep this podcast going. There are two ways you can donate. Text SACDIS, that's S-A-C-D-I-S, to 53. 555 if you're in the U.S. with a one-time donation. Any amount helps. Or if you'd rather start a sustaining membership, sign up on our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Membership levels start as low as $2 a month. We are amazed and grateful for our fans that support us now, and you can become one too. With your support, we can keep sacrilegious discourse alive and well for years to come. So please donate today. Text SACDIS to 53555 if you're in the U.S. Or sign up for our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Welcome to Sacrilegious Discourse. I'm husband. And I'm wife. Together, we're reading the Bible for the very first time. We grew up without religion and wanted to know what all the fuss was about. Well, what have we learned so far? That God is a dick, and apparently some people believe in talking donkeys? We're not trying to pass ourselves off as experts. Nope, we're just reading the Bible for the first time and giving our first take reaction. If you'd like to join us in this venture, you might consider starting at episode one. Otherwise, jump in wherever you like. Alright, let's go read the Bible. Yeah, let's get to it. Husband! Wife! Do you remember what happened on Friday? Uh, yeah, you and I got into a little bit of an argument over time frames on Ezra and Nehemiah because they kind of popped up in the same chapter, maybe, kind of. Or more likely it was an editorial mistake. Right, but just who fucking knows. Right, yeah. So um, it's not very likely that they overlapped each other. Right. But, um, yeah, 
Who cares? But the author Honestly. is very likely the same author. Right. Because there's a lot of things that tie it to Chronicler and um, Ezra and Ezra and Nehemiah. So, but who knows? Yeah. We'll probably never solve all the mysteries. So that's disappointing. In fact, we'll probably solve very few of them. <laughs> that's very disappointing. <laughs> I'm out. Ah, uh, whatever. Now we got We still got to read the Bible. That's that's the one thing we haven't done fully. All right. So. All right. Um, so anyway, that was Nehemiah chapter 8. It sure as fuck was. And today we're going to be reading... Nehemiah chapter 9. All right, let's go do this. Okie dokie. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Okay, Nehemiah chapter 9. Okay. On the 24th day. Of the same month. Okay. Whatever that month whatever was. Month, yeah. The Israelites gathered together fasting and wearing sackcloth and putting dust on their heads. That dust does it every time. <laughs> Man. Those of Israelite descent had separated themselves from all foreigners. No commingling. Yeah, that commingling. They weren't making commingle babies. They stood in their places and confessed their sins and the sins of their ancestors. They stood where they were and read from the book of the law of the Lord their God for a quarter of the day. Did they stand in the place where they are? (laughs) (laughs) You got me. (laughs) Okay, but anyway, they spent a quarter of the day. Yeah. So that means six hours, right? Uh Uh-huh. Just checking. Um, Doing that reading the law book thing. Then they spent another quarter in confession and in worshiping the Lord their God. Sounds like a really Six big, huge waste of a day. Hours of confession. I'd be like, okay, if we're going six hours, we're going all in, right? And right. that's going to be way more than six hours. Yeah. So, mm-mm. Mm-hmm. wow. Okay. Standing on the stairs of the Levites were Jeshua, Bani, Cadmiel, Shebaniah. Buni, Bunny, whatever, Sherebiah, Bani, and Kanani. Yeah. They cried. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they cried out with loud voices to the Lord their God. And the Levites, Jeshua, Cadmiel, Bani, Heshebniah, Sherebiah, Hodiah, Shebaniah, and Pethahiah. You can say that again. Said, say it again. No, I'm not gonna. <laughs> they said, stand up and praise the Lord your God who is from everlasting to everlasting. Okay. And then and then there's another quote, so they said some more stuff. Blessed be your glorious name, and may it be exalted above all blessing and praise. Oh. You alone are the Lord. You made the heavens, even the highest heavens. And all their starry host, the earth and all that is on it, the seas and all that is in them. 
You give life to everything, and the multitudes of Jeez, heaven this is worship so you. Awful. You, <laughs> the Lord God, who chose Abram and brought him out of the Ur of the Chaldeans and named him Abraham. You found his heart faithful to you, and you made a covenant with him. That to... rainbow, remember? Mm, no, Wasn't that the rainbow? No. That's Noah, darling. Oh, that's right. That's Noah. The, yeah. Which one did he do with the? Uh, which one did he do with the Abraham? I don't know. Oh, well, yeah. Okay. I don't. I have no idea. Yeah. Abraham's the one that didn't have to uh, sacrifice his son Simon. At right. The last no, minute. I know. I know. Yeah. You found his heart faithful to you because he was totally gonna murder his kid. Right. Yeah. And you made a covenant with him to give to his descendants the land of the Canaanites. Hittites, Amorites, Perizzites, Jebusites, and Girgashites. But only if their actions agree with you at the time being. Yeah, sometimes yes, but... Sometimes no. Usually no. Yeah, usually no. More often than not, even a yes is a no. Right. You have kept your promise because you are righteous. You... Oh, this is too long talking to God. <laughs> it's, it's still going. You <laughs> saw the suffering of our ancestors in Egypt. Yeah, why didn't you, you do anything about it, buddy? Right? You heard their cry at the Red Sea. You sent signs and wonders against Pharaoh, against all his officials and all the people of his land. For you knew how arrogantly the Egyptians treated them. You made a name for yourself which remains to this day. Mm. You divided the sea before them so that they passed through it on dry ground. But you hurled their pursuers into the depths. Yeah, way to kill people. Like a stone into mighty waters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Murder good. <laughs> by day you led them with a pillar of cloud. And by night with a pillar of fire. Yeah. To give them light on the way they were to take. It's amazing. You came down on Mount Sinai. You spoke to them from heaven. You gave them regulations and laws that are just and right. And decrees and commands that are good. I mean, they were all right. I mean, you could have done better. Some were kind of bad. You could have done better. Yeah. Um, I'm. I'm leaving room for room for improvement. First draft, you know. Yeah. It's it's a solid it's a B plus. Solid B plus. You made known to them your holy Sabbath and gave them commands, decrees, and laws through your servant Moses. In their hunger, oh my God! Speaking of hunger, <laughs> we have been watching. The Last of Us. Yeah. And it is so good. We just finished the fifth episode. Yes, it's I think. amazing. And the third episode is everything they say it is, y'all. If you've heard of um, Bill and Frank, it's true. It's, it's such a good episode. It was really, really powerful. Yeah. How'd you like it? It was really good. It's a good show, huh? Yep. Okay. Sorry, I had to... I had to take a detour because um, this was just too much boring talking to God. <laughs> in their hunger, you gave them bread from heaven. And in their thirst, you brought them water from the rock. You told them to go in and take possession of the land. You had sworn with uplifted hand to give them. But they, our ancestors, became arrogant and stiff-necked. And they did not obey your commanders. Yeah. This is so, like, boring. It's I'm just sorry. another repetition of, like, remember that time? 
again. Yeah, right. Some more. They refused to listen and failed to remember the miracles you performed among them. Those motherfuckers. They became stiff-necked and in their rebellion appointed a leader in order to return to their slavery. But you are a forgiving God, gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and abounding in love. I mean, it kind of depends on the scenario there. I don't think he's slow to anger. No, he gets angry pretty quick. He gets angry over bullshit, too. right. Except for when he's ignoring you. Right. Yeah. He's an emotionally abusive garbage thing. Yeah. Unless he cares for some reason, he's not going to pay attention. Yeah. Therefore, you did not desert them, even when they cast for themselves an image of a calf and said, this is your God who brought you up out of Egypt, or when they committed awful blasphemies. Because of your great compassion, you did not abandon them in the wilderness. By day, the pillar of cloud did not fail to guide them on their path, nor the pillar of fire by night to shine on the way they were to take. You gave your good spirit to instruct them. You did not withhold your manna from their mouths, and you gave them water for their thirst. For forty years you sustained them in the wilderness. They lacked nothing. Their clothes did not wear out, nor did their feet become swollen. Some of them died. I mean, I mean yeah, that and I mean, I don't really think this is as like they're romanticizing. Clear-cut, like because they could have been there in no time. Yeah, yeah. But whatever. It's romanticizing them being lost in the fucking yeah, wilderness. Yeah, right. You gave them kingdoms and nations allotting to them even the remotest frontiers. Just that one little corner of the planet. <laughs> right. Honestly. I mean, not that big. Yeah, it wasn't big. like everything at yeah. all. Like, it, it was nowhere near as big as they thought it was. Right. Which is just cute. Because, like, the Bible says, he gave them the world. And it really just means he gave them a sandbox to play in. Right. Yeah. They took over the country of Sihon, king of Heshbon, and the country of Og, king of Bashan. Og of Bashan. Yeah, he made it back. You made their children as numerous as the stars in the sky? No, they did not. No. That would be That would require to them not to be all be dead. Yeah. And you brought them into the land that you told their parents to enter and possess. Their children went in and took possession of the land. I love this recap. It's mm-hmm. so good. It's great. You subdued them before the Canaanites who lived in the land. Yeah, so you, you know, stole their land. Right. Yay! You gave the Canaanites into their hands along with their kings and the peoples of the land to deal with them as they pleased. They captured fortified cities and fertile land. They took possession of houses filled with all kinds of good things. Wells already dug vineyards, olive groves, and fruit trees in abundance. They ate to the full and were well nourished. They reveled in your great goodness. But they were disobedient and rebelled against you, as those fuckers do. Yeah, it's rough. They turned their backs on your law. They killed your prophets who had warned them in order to turn them back to you. They committed awful blasphemies. So you delivered them into the hands of their enemies who oppressed them. But when they were oppressed, they cried out to you. 
From heaven you heard them, and in your great compassion you gave them deliverers who rescued them from the hand of their enemies. Mm. Of course, you could have just not sent them there in the first place. But right. Okay. But as soon as they were at rest, they again did what was evil in your sight. Of course. And you abandoned them to the hand of their enemies so that they ruled over them. And when they cried out to you again, you heard from heaven and in your compassion, you delivered them time after time. <laughs> you warned them in order to turn them back to your law. But they became arrogant and disobeyed your commands, as those motherfuckers do. Always. It just must not have been, it just couldn't have been a very compelling argument. That's for, what I think. you know. Every new generation falls out of favor right? at least once, usually three times. Yeah. Bad messaging, my guy. Right. They sinned against your ordinances, of which you said, the person who obeys them will live by them. Stubbornly, they turned their backs on you, became stiff-necked, and refused to listen. For many years, you were patient with them. By your spirit, you warned them through your prophets. Yet they paid no attention, so you gave them into the hands of the neighboring peoples. He couldn't come down and tell them himself. Right. He had to rely on certain prophets mm -hmm. to... Relay his message. Yeah, yeah. But in your great mercy, you did not put an end to them or abandon them, for you are a gracious and merciful God. It just seems like if he cared enough, he would have, like, left, uh, he'd have gotten in touch with us, you know, yeah. directly. Yeah, I think so. I'm just saying. I think so. Now, therefore, our God, the great God, mighty and awesome, who keeps his covenant of love, do not let all this hardship seem trifling in your eyes. The hardship that has come on us, on our, <laughs> come on us, <laughs> on our kings, yeah, came all over the kings and leaders, right, on right. our priests and prophets, ew, <laughs> come all over the priests and prophets, ew. I'm just going to like shut this off. <laughs> on our ancestors and all your people, ew, from the days of the kings of Assyria until this very motherfucking day. Yeah, till this day. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. In all that has happened to us, you have remained righteous. You have acted faithfully while we acted wickedly. Mm -hmm. Our kings, our leaders, our priests, and our ancestors did not follow your law. They did not pay attention to your commands or the statutes you warned them to keep. Even while they were in their kingdom, enjoying your great goodness to them, in the spacious and fertile land you gave them, they did not serve you or turn from their evil ways. Yeah. But see, we are slaves today, slaves in the land you gave our ancestors so they could eat its fruit and the other good things it produces. Because of our sins, its abundant harvest goes to the kings you have placed over us. They rule over our bodies and our cattle as they please. We are in great distress. I mean, to be fair, the Judean kings, they also ruled and mm -hmm. took some of that stuff too. So mm -hmm. it's not like having kings from afar that are taking some of the same stuff is just not who they want in charge. That's all. Right. I'm just saying. Like, yeah, that's true. It's not as bad as it sounds. They generally let them rebuild mm -hmm. and whatever. So. Well, there's a, one last sentence. Oh, okay. It's a new section. Um, so we're starting this the next chapter on this page, really. Got it. Okay. Okay. 
In view of all this, we are making a binding agreement, putting it in writing. And our leaders, our Levites, and our priests are affixing their seals to it. The end. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Sounds very final. I guess. Yeah. Something like that. I don't know. That section was dull and irritating. And honestly, I am just... I, I lost my train of thought. I'm sorry. That's all right. I think we were just wrapping things up here anyway. I'm so exhausted. That was that chapter, which yeah. was uh, Nehemiah chapter 9. It was. And tomorrow we'll be back with... Nehemiah chapter 10. All right. We'll see you guys then. Bye. Hey, wife. I guess that's the end. But husband, that's just sad. It doesn't have to be. We are on lots of social media platforms like Twitter. Our handle there is sacrilegious underscore D. For D's nuts. Oh my God. Stop doing that. Anyway, we're also on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. There's a link to all of our social media sites at our website. Oh, we have a website? Yeah, it's sacrilegiousdiscourse.com, where you can also find a link to our merch shop. We have a merch shop? Yep. We have podcast-themed clothing, mugs, notebooks, and more, as well as an atheist and science-themed products. Wow, our fans should really go check that out right now. Definitely. They can get in touch with us by sending an email to sacrilegiousdiscourse at gmail.com. But before they do that, we could really use some help. Oh, yeah? With what? Well, it's not free running the podcast, and we need some financial support in order to get better equipment, which will free up time so we can concentrate on our podcast and our fans. Okay, so what should they do? Head over to patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse and sign up as a contributor on our podcast. Supporters there receive additional bi-weekly episodes that we record just for our Patreon members for as little as $2 a month. Also, we'd really appreciate it if you would like and subscribe on whatever platform you're using. And Apple Podcast Reviews help us out tremendously. Like and subscribe. Leave an Apple review. Join us on Twitter. Support us on Patreon. That's a lot of instructions. Don't forget to say thanks. Thanks. Okay, bye. 